Hello and welcome back to Holding Space with Whitney Jean. I'm your host, Whitney Jean, and today we have Tyann Bjorkman. I interview her and it is amazing. We talk about all the things from stepping into your power to the power of forgiveness to opening yourself up and your energy up to unlimited possibilities. I cannot wait for you to hear this interview. And if you're looking to connect with her, I will put everything you need to know to connect with her in the show notes. you guys. Today we have with us Tyann Bjorkman. She is the owner of her own boudoir studio. She is all about women empowerment, which is why we get along so well. And I brought her on here today because I really, I really just align with how much of her purpose is within women's empowerment. I think that we can have a purpose. We could have what we're here to do. And it's all about weaving that into the work that we do. What is our job? What is it that we want to do? And weaving those two together. And I think that she's done a phenomenal job of creating a community on Facebook, of creating a community in this area of women and empowering them and saying, hey, this is where I feel like I have my flaws. This is where I feel like I'm struggling. This is where I feel weak, but then also saying, but then I get to come back in and I feel strong here and I'm working on my confidence here and we're we're all going through the same shit. And so I'm really excited for you to meet her. Welcome, Tyann. I'm so glad that you're here. (laughs) Hi, thank you. I'm really excited to be here. Yes. So, um, why don't you start by telling a little bit about you, telling everyone a little bit about you? Okay. Um, so like, like Whitney said, I have my own studio here. Um, and it's been pretty recent that I found a niche or a focus on an empowerment genre, which includes boudoir. Um, we do empowerment or branding sessions too, but I've, there's a really big focus on boudoir. And I think that the reason for that is because when you come into this space and We were literally stripped down together. Um, You get into a vulnerable spot and you, you really open up and we start to share our hearts with each other. And sometimes I'm laughing with these girls. Sometimes we're crying together. Um, I'm booking girls that are going through transformative life moments and they're coming in and using this to really reinforce what they already know about themselves, but they need to be reminded. Um, I have girls coming in here that just want to have fun and remember that they're beautiful and sexy and powerful and that it's okay to be those things. I think that's the biggest thing is it's okay to be those things. Um, Even if you're a mom or a business owner or a Christian woman, it's okay to, to embrace that about yourself. And I think that that's one of the most rewarding things. Um, And I think I found it because I'm that woman. 
I've needed that boost. I've needed that empowerment and that reminder that it's okay to be all of those things at some point. And I get that same gift in return from everybody that comes in here um, as we navigate these sessions together. Right. That's so wonderful because I feel like a lot of people, especially women, it's like stepping into a place of power and stepping into a place of empowerment of like, confidence of, yeah, I know I'm hot. Yeah. I have what it takes is I think the greatest fear is I don't want to seem I'm like, I'm too into myself. I don't want to seem cocky. Mm -hmm. And I think that it limits people in stepping into their true potential because they're, they're afraid to be looked at in a certain way, which takes us down the rabbit hole of finding our value and what other people's opinions are of us and not really looking in on what we find our value in. Absolutely. I agree hundred percent. I think that we have, I think we all do it to an extent, but we put these self-limiting beliefs on ourselves. And I, I like to break those. I like to, for you to come in here and we work through it and we just smash those down and work through that because you, it's not, oops, sorry, my computer's buzzing. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not conceited to love yourself. I think loving yourself and thinking the world of yourself I think there's balance. I don't think that it's that you, it automatically means that you think you're above anybody else. You're just learning to love yourself as you are. And that's a good thing. And I'm a huge fan that that narrative is starting to change Um, because there's always been for forever. There's this like thing about really what's the right phrase. It's like self deprivation was self. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like where you really put yourself down. My brain Uh, is not functioning on all cylinders this morning, but where you really just kind of put yourself down as like somebody tells you, oh, you look beautiful. Oh, thanks. But my teeth are just like, I need to go to the dentist or like, oh, my. Wait, hair like you immediately off. point out what's wrong with you to like uh, what's I can't think of the word, but to like this. It's like self degrading almost. Yeah, you degrade yourself. And like, it's almost like you're trying to say, oh, thanks for complimenting me. And you feel right. You feel like you're a level seven with that compliment. And then you start saying, oh, but I have this wrong with me, this wrong with me, this wrong with me. And it brings that yourself down to that like level three of, okay, I feel safe here because I'm not a scene. Like I have flaws. And it's, and I think that there's that, I think there's that where we feel like we have to bring ourselves down because we're not allowed to level up. We're not allowed to be proud and feel good about ourselves. Um, I think this it's really common in people in general. I see it everywhere I go, but I think women in particular do it pretty, pretty rough. Every time I give a compliment, I normally, oh, thank you, but, and I just want to stop that and or but. <laughs> I think that when I, I can relate to that so much about a year ago, it was really, really hard for me to take a compliment for someone to compliment me, or you have, you feel the need to compliment them back instead of Mm -hmm. just receive. And when I started diving into all of the work around receiving and being able to receive, and why am I not able to receive? What are my blocks around receiving? I'm such a giver. and, And you are too, Tyanne. And I think that as empaths, as sensitive people, we tend to overgive ourselves, which I'm comfortable in that space. And Mm -hmm. so then it makes it even more difficult when you're comfortable. Uh, But when I'm, when I was opening myself up to receiving, one of the first steps was allowing myself to receive a compliment Mm -hmm. and just thank them for it. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Oh, that is really kind. Thank you. And leaving it at that, not having to explain myself, not having to reciprocate the compliment but just to be able to receive that. 
That's incredibly powerful. I think that's one of the most important things to do is to learn to accept things and receive them without the need to give them back. I I think that's amazing because we do, we have these blocks and we don't realize it. And that's something that you and I have talked about before that I would love for everyone to learn and, and know how to do is to, to break through and heal these blocks and kind of start working on that repair within ourselves. Because when you do it, that's part of that big transformation that I've gone through this last year, it unlocks all of these things. And I mean, you'll literally get goosebumps. You feel the energy that shifts around you when you start working through your internal blocks, whether it's the self-limiting beliefs or whatever else you've got going on stuff you need to forgive and heal from. It doesn't matter. And it's and just it's really so crazy, right. And it's so crazy because it, my favorite comparison is this work is like an onion. You peel away one layer and then there's another layer and it right. just, you just keep peeling and peeling and peeling. And there's all these layers to healing and um, looking at ourselves and looking at where our wounds are and where, what our experiences are and what that told us what we, what meaning we created from that. Oh, I'm not worthy. Oh, I, I shouldn't be in the light. I'm a helper. I'm in the background. I'm no, maybe you are meant to be in to overcome that. Maybe you are meant to stand in the light and it's really scary standing in the light. It's really Mm -hmm. scary being seen. And I think that the work that you're doing is so powerful because it allows a safe environment, which is so important to start being seen Mm-hmm. Whether that's talking to a counselor and a therapist uh, about the trauma that you've endured, whether that is, I had a Facebook group last year um, and it, it didn't fit right. And we went into a new platform. And, but before that, I started doing live videos every day, just like you're doing in your group. And mm-hmm. that got me more comfortable on the camera. When okay. I first started going live, I was so nervous. I wanted to vomit. I'm like, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. And then I did it on my full uh, Facebook page. And I remember every other word was, um, yep. every single <laughs> one. I'm like, but it could be this, um, and this, but it, what it ended up being was I wasn't confident mm-hmm. one in what I was saying. I didn't have a strong enough belief, but also it was new territory. It was mm-hmm. new territory to be in front of people, to be in front of thousands of people at one time, possibly because they're watching from their computer. And that was nerve wracking to me. So when I went and did that in the community and uh, my Facebook group, it was a safe space to start using my voice. And then I was able to get bigger from that. So whether that's counseling, whether that's a Facebook group, whether that's um, a friend, whether that's a boudoir shoot, getting Mm -hmm. half naked, maybe even fully naked in front of someone leaves a person vulnerable and you do a great job of creating a safe space for them to feel empowered and beautiful and strong and in that light and to feel seen. I appreciate you saying that. Thank you. <laughs> yes, you're welcome. Um, it's really hard. I think the lives I, I, I feel you on that. The first couple of them, I think I said, um, every other word I had one that I stumbled through and I flushed, got flustered and I deleted it really fast. And, but the more I do it, the more comfortable I get, the more I'm able to share the messages that I want to share more. Actually, I feel like it like unblocked that creative block writer's block for me. And so what I talk about is starting to flow more easily. Um, I'm figuring out a system. I have to be organized. I'm a little type a, um, so it's just helped quite a bit just to push myself. And I think that that's crucial when you're 
you're doing anything where you are vulnerable or you're healing or you're pushing through and working through something, there might be an uncomfortable period, but it's worth it. If you just push yourself over that hump, if you're scared or nervous about something, because on the other side is something really powerful. And once you get there, it was all worth it. And a lot of times that's right on this other side of that fear. A lot of times that's right on the other side of like, you're feeling that pull. That's where spirit comes in because you're feeling that pull in that direction. Like you and I feeling that pull to go live on Facebook, for Mm -hmm. example. And you're like, Ooh, I want to be able to do that. I want to be able to get in front of all of these people and talk and chat and, and be able to connect with all of these people in front of me. But that's scary. I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if I can be that fun on camera. I'm going to be a ball of nerves. Like that fear comes up. And pushing through that and doing it even just three or four times, the difference in three or four lives mm-hmm. is night and day. The, the difference between three and four times of communicating and voicing yourself, there's a night and day difference. Like as you get, if you're afraid, if you're a people pleaser and you're afraid to communicate yourself and you're afraid to say how you're feeling because you don't want to hurt other people's feelings, it's the same boat. The more you do it, the better you get at it. It's true. It's very, very true. On that note too, I, um, last night we hit my husband and I had done this thing where he was supposed to order me lingerie. Mm -hmm. It was something one of the makeup artists said suggested just to do something for fun. And so it came in the mail yesterday and I was like, you know what, I'm going to try it on. Cause I've been terrified to try on what he picked out. It was like a very beautiful piece, but I am a bigger girl right now. And I was like putting myself down a little bit. And then I was like, nah, screw that. I'm going to pre I'm going to practice what I preach. So I put it on and I took a picture and I I sent it to him. And then I was like, you know what? I should share, share this in my group. I should get over my fear of anybody actually seeing me in that same way because these girls come in here and see, you know, we share this space together. They're vulnerable with me. So I posted it. I didn't edit it. You can see all my cellulite. You can see all my roles. It's all, it was honestly the most empowering thing. And that fear that I've had forever about revealing any part of myself like that, because I've gained weight for whatever reason, just, uh, we all have, I, we all have that <laughs> COVID-19, we all gained it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I just taking, pushing through doing it anyways, I felt incredibly empowered just by sharing a picture. It was a, a bathroom selfie, but just taking the power away from that fear and posting it. I was like, okay, I feel really good. And it's not necessarily that I just think I look bomb in that picture, but I didn't let fear hold me back. And I pushed through it and I did it anyways. And I, I just really liked it. <laughs> no, when I saw that photo last night, as I was scrolling through your group, I, my immediate thought was Tyann is connecting with people on a whole nother level than I've ever seen before. You are not just preaching. You are not just saying Hey, you're beautiful. Love your curves. Love your uh, stretch marks. Love your cellulite. Love every bit and piece of you. Love it. Own it. Be it. Mm-hmm. You are doing the exact same thing. And when I saw that, I'm like, she is setting such an incredible example for the women in this group. I, you talking a moment ago, I had chills, and seeing that post last night, I had chills. Because even if people didn't react to that post, which is a whole nother thing we could talk about, even if people are <laughs> on there commenting and liking, there's still people sitting in the background, sitting in the back row, like, holy shit, if she can do it, I can do it too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
It is. And I actually ended up on a phone call last night with um, a client and she was just sharing a bit of her story and she was sharing her heart that, you know, I have, I've had kids, I've gone through a rough divorce. I haven't felt confident, but I need to do this for myself. And I said, yes, you do. And we talked about my picture and I explained to her what happened in it. She really resonated with that. And she's watched the lives and she's done all, um, been a part of the group for a while. And I think it's one really transformative in my own confidence when people do reach out and they share that with me, because I'm like, I realize that me sharing myself and my vulnerabilities is having a positive impact somewhere. And I think that's what keeps me going is that I realize, and actually for the first time in my life, I think it's just because I'm where I'm supposed to be. I haven't given up and stopped doing it regardless if I get one like or something, which used to discourage me right. talking about that a little bit. I used to really feed on that and be like, nobody cares. Nobody notices, but there's something inside of me that's been like, it doesn't even matter. I just have pushed through. I've had this plan that has come really easily. I've had a message I feel I need to share and it's flowed out of me. These ideas have popped in my head that have worked really well. So I, I don't know. I think that happens when you're, you listen a little more. Right. <laughs> and right. And I think that's exactly it. You've placed yourself in a space of like receiving what people need. Like you are shining mm-hmm. in what you want to do for the world, but you're also an antenna for, okay, this person needs this, this person needs that. And it makes your sessions not just a boudoir shoot, Mm -hmm. which is powerful in itself. It's a whole vibe. Mm -hmm. It's a whole experience. It is. It really is. And um, I think that that's with what I've learned uh, for myself, I've been through the, I've been on this like spiritual journey with everything. And that's what I'm trying to bring to the table a little bit, because I've had to work through a lot of past traumas and internal blocks and self-limiting beliefs And I'm trying to share that because if I can do it, if I can start healing that stuff and start stepping into what I meant to do or stepping into my true self, I want to share all of those skills that I've learned and the things that I've taught myself. And because I want everyone to get to experience that once you enter this other place, it's insane. It's insane. And I'm still very much a student and I probably always will be when it comes to this. And I kind of love that. There's always something for me to learn and expand on. But that's really boils down when we come in here, all of these things that I'm learning about unblocking energy and um, I'm learning more and more about how to meditate and really heal a lot of stuff and your realm of things with energy work. Very, very like like this much knowledge, but I'm (laughs) so fascinated because it just going from such a skeptic that I'm like, there's no possible way you can just shift it with your mindset or anything or what you put out is what you're going to get and all these things. And then I started doing it and I practiced it. And I only had to do it a couple of times to really see the shift and feel it. And you can feel it. Right. And I went from skeptic to believer like overnight. And then I might think I'm just a pessimist. Right. <laughs> or well, was. And I think that makes for a better story because the same thing, Cassidy Bones, I remember one time she came in. It's my favorite story of all time. Um, she came in for a Reiki session and she was really upset and she's like, Hey, do you have 30 minutes in your day? And I'm like, yeah, come over. We'll make time. And we did a Reiki session. She felt amazing. Cassidy bones now and Cassidy bones three, four years ago are two completely different women. She has Mm -hmm. stepped into her light. She owns her light. Just like you. She's learning to be 
she's learning to see the fierceness and the sexiness that everybody else has always seen. She's and learning to good. see it herself. And it brings me so much joy because I just think that she is the most incredible human being. Mm-hmm. And she has the power to change so many lives. So I'm so excited for her and everything that she's doing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember after she left, she went and texted me half hour, uh, an hour later. And she goes, I tried so hard on my way back to work to get mad, to get angry, to disprove that I felt at peace, like to get mm-hmm. mad again. And everything I thought of that normally triggers me, I couldn't even get mad. She's like, I was in such a, a space of peace and clearing. She's like, I couldn't even get mad. And she's mm-hmm. like, that's when I sw- like that flipped a switch for me that flipped a switch of like, oh, there is something here with this work. There's this, there's some truth here. Well, and I think that what happens when, cause I, I've had those moments where like, I've, I've slightly stepped into the world or touched it. My mom, I grew up with her who she actually introduced me to the secret when I was a little girl and, um, she loved tarot cards and she was really into spirituality and researching it, but I was partially a skeptic. I'm like, there's just no way that sounds too good to be true. Blah, blah, blah. And then I had that light bulb moment and you can, you can literally go just like that from skeptic to believer. And then when you do, you're just like, why didn't I just let go sooner? Cause that's literally all you need to do is just let go and let yourself believe. I held myself back for so long. And instead of stepping into this really powerful place where you can, you have control of a lot more than you think you do. And, um, holding myself back, I was just like, dang it, I should have done this like 10 years ago, (laughs) (laughs) but it's, it's powerful. And when you do, you let go and you, you let yourself believe in something. I think that was the pivotal moment for me is allowing myself to genuinely believe something good was out there and I could have it. Mm -hmm. Um, and so when I allowed myself to do that, my life has just been on this continuous path of positive things and bringing new people in my life that are amazing and connecting with more people. And I love it. It's just, oh, it's so refreshing. So refreshing. That's so awesome. Uh, When you first got into, started down this trail and started opening up to this, what were some of the limiting beliefs that you faced with stepping into the more spirituality world, because I know that you are a Christian woman and I know that Mm -hmm. you um, have your belief system. So what, what was, what did that look like? I was terrified. I had had, um, I thought it meant that I was messing around with the devil's stuff. Basically. I thought I shouldn't touch it. I shouldn't go near that um, because it's bad juju or something like that. And then the more that I researched and the more that I learned that how much more connected so many things were, I didn't allow myself to research anything or learn for whatever reason. And they don't conflict with each other. They don't, they're not, it's not one or the other. It's not, this is good. And this is bad. And everything that I've learned with energy and all of that stuff, there's nothing bad about it. And it's not the devil's work. And, um, I think that was the hardest one. I had a couple people around me just kind of in the back of my head, just saying, Oh, you can't do that. Cause in the Bible, it says this, that, the other thing. And it was weird because I didn't feel like it was bad. I like, I was very drawn to it. I've been pulled to it my entire life. There's something that's always pulled me in this direction with fascination or just flat out. Something was pulling me that way. And it never felt bad. You know how you can get that? Mm -hmm. Like your intuition tells you something's not good. Mm -hmm get that feeling. And I keep circling back and being drawn to it. And things would come up in my life 
and present themselves, whether it was a friend or a situation where they're like, I'd like, I'd love to offer you an Oracle reading or just something along those lines. Um, and I'm like, Oh, I don't know if I can, I'm scared. And I really held myself back. And I think that a lot of times too, people feel that resistance and they mistake it as this is my spirit saying, no, this is, this, this is God saying, no, this is bad. But in reality, it's just the resistance to a belief system that you always had. Mm-hmm. And so there's it, because it triggers that belief system. You're like, whoa, I don't, I don't know. If, I, mm-hmm. I don't know about this feeling. And so it, it people I've learned over the years to lean into resistance. Mm-hmm. But when I feel, I read a book, um, this last, it was a couple months ago, end of August, beginning of September. And the whole concept was loving like Jesus does and forgiving like Jesus does. And that's immediately, you don't even, there's like no other way to go about life as you just forgive immediately. You look at the highest version of everybody. You see them as their highest version. And that like, that literally is it. And I felt so much resistance especially with all the COVID stuff going on. I was so angry because when I, it was a perfect time. It always is a perfect time. When I was reading this book, I was flying from South Dakota to Spokane and the flight attendants were horrible. They were mean. They were mean to uh, passengers that weren't um, perfectly abiding the uh, social distancing rules which didn't even make sense in my head because we were completely jam-packed like a sardine can in this plane. And like, I, I just felt so much anger bubbling up. I'm like, why can't people see the human? Like, why are they allowing people to be so angry? But then to get so angry over this, but then I found myself getting angry over their reaction. Mm-hmm. And so it was like this whole thing of how can I forgive immediately? How can I look at them as their whole and complete self and love them unconditionally. And to me, I felt that resistance to that. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes I feel like people feel that resistance and they're like, no, this isn't for me. Mm -hmm. But in reality, they just need to lean into it a little bit. Exactly. And you do. And I think the more that you, you lean into it, the more you allow yourself to open up to things, you'll be surprised how much more it makes sense. Honestly, the more I've learned about this, the more things in the, even the Bible, have started to make sense. Things that we've been taught about Jesus um, make more sense when you put it into a bigger picture instead of this this Bible that we're handed and we have to decipher. <laughs> um, it starts to click more, a lot more. Yeah. And I think with what you were saying, because I like that story about the airplane, because forgiveness work, one, I think we're always going to be students of forgiveness work. Oh, 100%. Uh, <laughs> but it's so powerful. And the minute, and I think that's, um, those can be triggers for blocks for you. And you won't realize how that will play out in your life because as I've started to work on forgiveness, whether that's for myself or other people around me, that's where I can literally, it's like, you feel like you're like a flower that's about to blossom. That's how I, how I feel like I can describe it because as you start to heal that and let it go, it's, it's insane. What happens when you start letting go and releasing that because it heals you forgiveness work. Yes. Is for the other person, but mostly it's for you. Forgiving mm-hmm. them immediately allows you to live lighter. It allows mm-hmm. you to live without that holding on to that density, that anger, that resentment, that mm-hmm. uh, whatever that emotion may be. It allows you to keep moving forward where those feelings that you, when you don't forgive, 
those are like anchors and they anchor you there. And so like, you're, you're literally, it's like, you're walking through mud or walking against resistance when Mm -hmm. in reality, you could lift that up. You can let that go. You can shrug that off your shoulders and continue moving forward. It's just a matter of choice. Mm -hmm. And we make it so much more difficult. Yeah. And we don't have to, I think it's, um, I think it's a really powerful moment when you realize you don't have to carry that weight anymore and that you can just forgive and let go. And then when you start doing that work, you get really protective of your energy space and trying not to let the negativity enter it. Right. And then there's the, so that's so powerful because then you do, you're absolutely right. You get so protective of your energy. I'm like, I'm not allowing any negativity in here. I'm not allowing any of that. And then there's another step after that where you're like, I'm a, my energy is open. You're welcome to be in it. Mm-hmm. You're wel- welcome to bring negativity into it, but you're not going to like negativity. Isn't going to like this space. Mm-hmm. And so it's open feeling. I'm holding the space for you. But when you're here, you're going to find yourself wanting to release that negativity because it's not comfortable here. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's powerful. I didn't even think of that, but it, that's, a hundred percent true. And I think I've experienced that with just when I've had positive people, if I'm in a shit mood and I go spend time with the right person and I just, it's like what Cassidy happened, you know, what happened with Cassidy, you just, despite your best effort, you can't be angry. Right. And you don't want to be. And that's, that's really good. And that's the power of learning how to be confident in who you are, owning who you are and holding your space. Because Mm -hmm. I think we're we come into this world, our experiences, especially as women, because the women before us were like, they had to play smaller and the women before them even smaller. And so our generation is at that point where we're like, nope, we're stopping it here. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of anger in certain groups of people. There's a lot of like, you see that fighting against that. Mm-hmm. And for us, we're like, nope, I'm going to be big. I'm going to hold space. But that took a lot of inner work that took that confidence work that took um, that going to a session with you and um, learning how to love yourself, empower yourself, feel sexy, know that you can be sexy. You can be a mom. You can wear this hat. You can wear that hat or another, and you can be all of these things. You can be multifaceted, but Mm -hmm. what it comes down to is you can be you and you can own that and you can shine that. And when you, when you step in and you hold that space, that's when you have complete control of the energy around you. That's Mm -hmm. when you get to literally design the experience that you're going to have. Yes. You're giving me goosebumps. (laughs) Snaps for that. Yes. (laughs) I love it, but it's so true and so powerful. Sorry. And I feel like that's, you know, I think with what you do with your soul sessions mixed with what I do, I think these are all positive things that you can do to get to that space where you're healing yourself and you're getting to that. Hopefully, I'll get my session with you because I'm kind of in my protective mode, but mm-hmm. I want to get to that space where I open myself up to allow people to come in and hopefully they're uncomfortable in their own negative energy. And I can help, you know, mm-hmm. help them in some way that I've created a space where they just, it's infectious to, to let go and to release and to heal. Right. And I think that is super important to look at this as my soul sessions, your boudoir sessions, like these are tools to help you develop these skills. But Mm -hmm. when it comes down to it, all of this work is within you. 
all yeah. of the power, all of the information, the knowledge, the experiences that you want to have are within you. Nothing. Mm-hmm. We may feel like we need to reach outside of ourselves to mm-hmm. get something or achieve something, but in reality, everything is within ourselves. 100%. We're just here to help facilitate that or offer a tool when you need it, offer that guidance when you need it, mm-hmm. uh, offer that space. We're just space holders for you to see mm-hmm. what you actually truly are capable of. Yes, absolutely. And I think that that's a really, I should really share something to that effect in the group because I think that's powerful to hear. I think we need to know that we really do have this within ourselves. All of these things that I've done is because I finally looked inside and decided to start doing it. It wasn't because I read a book that fixed me. It wasn't because I took a pill that fixed me or I went and did anything. It was everything to do with what I had inside of me. And that's powerful to know you've always had it inside yourself the whole time. Right. And I think that that's exactly it. There's no magic pill. There's no magic session. I think that they all help. I think that they all help you in the direction that you're going and they offer tidbits of inspiration. But that inspiration that sparked is within you. So mm-hmm. you can use these tools, but everything you are looking for is within yourself within yourself. Yes, and it is. That's a good, that's a really good message. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know that I have any other questions. If people want to connect with you, um, I will put your group link in the um show notes. But if people want to connect with you, where can they connect with you? Um, you can find me on Instagram or Facebook or my website, which is tyannbjorkman.com. Um, and it's just at tyannbjorkman for everything else. So perfect. Awesome. Yes. Thank you for being on here. And I can't wait for everyone to hear this. Thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, I would so appreciate if you would subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And I look forward to connecting with you again on the next episode.